You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, April the 22nd. As we creep closer to the NFL Draft on Thursday, which should be a lot of fun. Actual sports information that is new and exciting will be quite a uh, quite a sight to behold. In the meantime, we'll continue to do our Mount Rushmore series. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to the Mount Rushmore of relief pitchers. An exciting list here after doing right-handed and left-handed pitchers earlier this week. We will combine the righties and the lefties in terms of the relievers to do that in a sec. But first, um, just talked about NFL Draft and some new news, and we've talked a lot about the potential for baseball to return. And there was a new um, plan, for lack of a better word, that was floated yesterday uh, to CBS Sports, the potential for a three-state plan with one hub being Texas as a possible start to the uh, season. Um, and I don't know about the viability of it, but I figure we would bring it to the table. R.J. Anderson of CBS Sports writes, With the spread of the novel coronavirus threatening Major League Baseball's 2020 season, the league and the union continue to seek ways to salvage the year as best they can. Predictably, that has entailed a number of proposals and contingency plans, including those that see teams either all isolated in Arizona or split between Arizona and Florida. On Monday, multiple league sources confirmed to CBS Sports about a different idea that has been discussed in recent days. In this arrangement, he goes on, the league would have teams stationed in one of three hubs, Florida, Arizona, or Texas. The clubs would then use local major and minor league facilities um, and play or spring training facilities and play regular season games behind closed doors without fans. One source expressed guarded optimism about the idea's chances of coming to fruition. Um, uh, ballparks in St. Petersburg, Phoenix, and Arlington have uh, a lot of them have roofs, retractable or otherwise, that would safeguard against rainouts and extreme weather, he says. Um, the- theoretically, MLB could also ask teams stationed in Florida or Texas to drive through less hours to other MLB parks. Um, it's unclear if MLB would assign 10 teams to each metropolitan area or if they would opt for an unbalanced approach that would see 12 teams in one area and eight in another. So, um, Again, uh, this is a um, heartening to see that they're trying. Rob Manfred goes on in the article to say, from our perspective, we don't have a plan. We have lots of ideas. What ideas come to fruition depends on what restrictions are, what the public health situation is, but we are intent on the idea of making baseball a part of the economic recovery and sort of a milestone on the return to normalcy. Well, I agree with that. And again, that is heartening to hear that, um, again, they're just trying to find ways to make this work. And, um, again, you know, we don't know what's going to work. We don't know how it's going to work. We've talked a lot about the Arizona idea and then, you know, kind of Mike Trout saying you didn't want to stay in a hotel for three months and the issues with that and, this, and you know, so many different um, back and forths. I do think that a, a quarantine of sorts, having all the teams in one place, does make the most sense. This three-state idea sure makes some sense as well. Um, so... Again, whatever it takes to get baseball back on my TV is something that I am willing to, um, I'm willing to wait for and deal with, and uh, I'm ready for it. Um, also, yesterday, Jeff Passan um, 
talked about some of the issues uh, going on with major league teams. Um, majority of teams are paying their baseball ops staffs through May is the uh, headline of the article as um, passing a couple other notes in there to quickly mention before we dive to our Mount Rushmore of relief pitchers as um, uh, this one a little less positive. He says, on this day, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred told a wide stop of swath of sports staffers that I quote-unquote fully anticipate baseball return this season. So that is good news. More than half teams pledged to pay their baseball operations um, people through May. Um, amid financial crunch that has left some front offices fearing layoffs and furloughs, Manfred told managers, coaches, and other baseball operations workers that he planned to suspend their uniform employee contracts on May 1st, according to a copy of the email that was sent to them team by ESPN. Um, the move to suspend contracts um, was first reported by the Athletic Long Anticipated. Um, in the absence of games, uh, this is Manfred talking in the email, pointing out that revenue from tickets, concessions, broadcasting, licensing, and sponsorships said that in the absence of these games, these revenue streams will be lost or substantially reduced, and clubs will not have sufficient funds to meet their financial obligations. Nevertheless, 18 teams have told operations employees they would play through May. Beyond that is still in question. The Philadelphia Phillies are one of those teams that said they will um, give full paychecks through May. So that is a positive news. Um, teams have considered furloughing some long-term staffers and all that type of stuff. Um, and again, there's more. Uh, he says, uh, Patson goes on, the murkiness of baseball's economic future is driving decisions around the sport from the employment of baseball operations staffers, many of whom have nothing to do without games being played, to the return of games itself. So, um, you know, we'll see. Um, Manfred said it's very difficult to predict with any accuracy when the resumption of the season will take place. So um, a little less heartening, you know, and they, the, the worries of financial issues are, are starting to begin, and that is something that obviously, you know, you expect to happen, but at the same time, you know, the, you also have trouble feeling too much sympathy for the billionaires who own the teams, but I, I get it. Look, if you're not making money, it's hard to dish out money. Um, certainly the players themselves, if they're not playing, you know, that that's an issue. So um, all this is to say that on a most basic level, I feel more heartened when I keep hearing these stories than anything. Baseball is doing everything it can to try and find a way to play a season, and I appreciate that. I mean, ultimately, we need baseball back. I mean, Manfred said it, and we need that normalcy, that, that baseball is a part of our everyday life that is something that just, you know, we need. We need it now more than ever. And that is something that, um, you know, you hope um, they continue to try and find ways, whatever it takes to get around the situation they're in, to try and figure out a way to make this work. So um, our fingers are crossed. We're hoping for the best. And we'll continue to keep our eye on all these different plans as they come. All right, let's dive into our Mount Rushmore series. For those who have not been listening, we've been going through, we've done every position on the diamond, including right-handed and left-handed pitchers today. We dive into relief pitchers. I'm taking into account stats, numbers, hardware, World Series, and also legacy, the impact, all that type of stuff. So let's dive in. We usually go from old to new. Obviously, I think there's one name on this list that we all agree will be on this list at the end. I mean, Mariano Rivera's bust will be on that Mount Rushmore, but we'll get there. Let's go from old to new. Uh, a few of the older guys to start with, and uh, one of them was a real chance to make this list. Um, not someone who has a, a gaudy number of saves, but someone, you know, who was kind of around before that was such a big thing um, as uh, 
a great, great reliever from 1952 to 1972, that Hoyt Wilhelm. Hoyt Wilhelm, a career, uh, 143 wins, uh, 252 career RA, 228 saves, like a significant number for that time period. He was an eight-time All-Star World Series champ, a two-time ERA leader. Um, so Hoyt Wilhelm, uh, you know, did do some starting as well, um, but best known for his knuckleball, which allowed him to stay in the league for a long time. Occasionally pitched as a starting pitcher, but mainly as a reliever, was a multi-inning reliever, a real weapon. Hoyt Wilhelm, really a truly a weapon, is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Was that great a pitcher? Um, really the first true relief weapon in baseball history, or, you know, one of the true relief weapons in baseball history, and someone who I think has a real chance to make the uh, Mount Rushmore at the end. Hoyt Wilhelm might not be someone you think about a lot, but certainly one of the greatest relievers in the history of the game. He's the fact that he's in Canton backs that up. All right, let's move forward a little bit as uh, we've got some other names. Um, let's start with the one who also has a really good chance to be on this Mount Rushmore when we're all said and done. The guy who used to be the go-to for the great relief pitcher when we were growing up, when I was growing up at least, it was the guy that everyone talked about right before my time, played from 68 to 85, but how about that Raleigh Fingers? Raleigh Fingers, 341 career saves, a 290 career ERA. He was a seven-time All-Star, a three-time World Series champ. How about this? In 1981, as a relief pitcher, he won the Cy Young and the MVP award. Think about that. It's insane. Also a World Series MVP in 1974 too. Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, accomplished. Very, very good chance that we were talking about Raleigh at the end of this uh, show here when we were talking about who made the uh, Mount Rushmore of release pitchers. A really good chance. Let's stick with that generation of guys as um, maybe not quite Raleigh's level, but also a Hall of Famer, Bruce Sutter, was a great, great relief pitcher, notably for the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Braves towards the end of the 80s. Six-time All-Star World Series champ in 82 with the Cardinals, won the Cy Young in 1979. Five-time saves leader, ended his career with 300 saves on the dot. Uh, Bruce Sutter, again, a Hall of Famer um, and someone who... uh, uh, was uh, well known for the split-fingered fastball that he had. Was a great, great pitcher. Um, again, 300 career saves is nothing to sneeze at. And Bruce Sutter, someone who um, has a real chance to make the list. Uh, obviously, below Raleigh there, but someone who um, you know you have to consider when talking about the Mount Rushmore of relief pitchers. Another guy who um, probably has a better chance to make it. And Sutter around the same era played a little bit. Uh, before Sutter, uh, started a little bit before, but ended around the same time as, um, started in 1972, ended in 1990 in the, uh, Japanese league as, um, as, uh, really last year in Major League Baseball was in the mid nineties. came back and actually pitched a little in 91, 92. Uh, how about that Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage, a great, great pitcher, 310 career saves, 1,502 career strikeouts, um, played for a number of teams, but notably, the New York Yankees, uh, you remember him most for a Hall of Famer in 2008, nine-time All-Star, World Series champ. Um, Goose Gossage, a, a legit, legit reliever who has a chance to make this list here. A um, couple other older names just to mention. They they probably won't pass the, the crew that we've already uh, are going to have there, but Dan Quisenberry was a, a great pitcher as well. Quiz used to have that submarine style of pitching. Um, pitched from 1979 to 1990. 
three, uh, 244 career saves, a three-time All-Star World Series champ. Um, worth mentioning. Again, he uh, won't be on the list in the end here, but certainly um, deserves mention. Another great relief pitcher who's uh, a little before these guys actually, going back a little older, um, is Sparky Lyle. Sparky Lyle, a uh, 238 career saves, was a three-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, won the AL Cy Young in 1977. Sparky Lyle, a great pitcher, had a very similar mustache game to Goose Gossage as well. Both guys brought it with regards to the mustache game. A really nice pitcher. Sparky Lyle won't be on the Mount Rushmore, but deserves a mention. Let's move forward a generation as we start to get into the generation when closers actually really meant something and where closers would come in and you know, pitch pitch the ninth and get a save. And let's start with the man who, when I was a kid, was the best in the business at it and was also a pretty darn good starter when he did it too. Dennis Eckersley, an all-time great closer. There's a real chance to make the list. Eck had 390 career saves, um, was a, a six-time All-Star World Series champ in 89, won the AL MVP in 1992 as a reliever, and the Cy Young. That's incredibly impressive. Um, saves leader multiple times. Pitch a no-hitter when he was a starter, too. Was a really good starter as well. Eckersley, a Hall of Famer as well. And someone has a real chance when we're done this. I think Dennis Eckersley, one of the potential front runners to be on the list as we go here. Um, moving on, um, now we're going to get to some names who most likely will not make the list, but I think are are better pitchers than, than I think people probably think about or give him credit for John Franco was a heck of a pitcher for a long time ended with 424 saves a 289 career ERA he was a damn good pitcher four-time all-star three-time saves leader John Franco the lefty of course a Met for quite some time was with the Reds and the Astros as well the Reds substantially early on the Astros for the last year of his career um, John Franco was a really good pitcher who got big outs for that team um, and, uh, you know, not quite Hall of Fame level or anything like that, but was a really good pitcher. A guy who did make the Hall of Fame, and I do not think he should have made it, but, hey, you know, you don't only, uh, you don't only get in because uh, I want you to or not. Lee Smith is in the Hall of Fame. Lee Smith was the saves leader for a little while, 478 career saves, a 303 career year. I made it in the Hall of Fame in 2019, the uh, modern-day veteran committee type of thing got him in. Uh, pitch for the Cubs. The Expos, notably, was an Oriole in there. Like, had some uh, kind of bounced around. Uh, Red Sox for a few years. Cardinals for a few years. Led the league in saves four times. Seven-time All-Star. Lee Smith, the Hall of Famer, and was a, a really good pitcher. You know, again, Lee Smith, someone who needs to be mentioned. I don't think he's going to end up on the Mount Rushmore, but it does matter. And is, is someone who needs to be mentioned. As is Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan ended up having a, a really really great career when all was said and done 377 saves that's a legit number he had a 287 career array um giants and twins the majority of his career spent with those teams a little bit for the tigers later on the rangers the cubs the giants six-time all-star as well there joe nathan a really really good pitcher again not you know going to you know blow anyone away and will not be on the mount rushmore when it's all said and done but a really nice career. Speaking of really nice careers, someone who actually is probably even better than you think, you know, someone who had a great career was Bobby Wagner. Uh, excuse me, Billy Wagner. I'm getting my I get my football draft on the mind here. Billy Wagner, obviously former Philly, was a, a really great pitcher. Career two three one ERA with four hundred and twenty two saves. Um, he, you know, look at the, let me put it this way: if Lee Smith's in the Hall of Fame, then Billy Wagner should be, and I don't think either should be, but. 
Billy Wagner's way better than Lee Smith. Like, it's not even a question in my mind. The ERA's better. The saves, not quite the same number, but, I mean, he's in the region. Uh, Wagner, a seven-time All-Star, um, part of a combined no-hitter in 03. Billy Wagner, um, we remember him here. He was just a dynamite pitcher, one of the harder throwers you'll ever see. My man brought it. And uh, someone who probably won't make this list at the end, but there's a, there's a day of, of kind of giving some people some props, but a lot of these people are not going to make the list. I think it's usually I come in with a pretty um, open mind, kind of see how it all shakes out, you know, when we go through the the players and um, and see who deserves it, who doesn't. Um, today, I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on at least a few of the four who are going to get in. Um, another guy who won't make the Mount Rushmore, but... Did have a really nice career. Francisco Rodriguez, a Philly for a moment uh, there almost at one point. Uh, did not actually end up with the Phillies, but there was a time where we uh, thought he was going to be a Philly. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez, an angel most notably, and then um, played for the Mets, the Brewers, the Orioles, the Brewers again, and the Tigers. Um, Francisco Rodriguez, K-Rod, six-time All-Star, most saves in a season, set the record, took it from Bobby Thigpen, also a career 437 saves. That's a legitimate number of saves. That is meaningful. Um, never ended up being a Philly, um, but was a um, someone who uh, uh, I believe might have been on a mi- uh, minor league roster for the Phillies or, or was a um, spring training guy, maybe never made the team. Regardless, Francisco Rodriguez, K-Rod, um, really, a uh, again, a, a great pitcher who did have a lot of saves, 437 saves, and, and the single-season record is um, is meaningful, but, you know, not going to make. Well, same thing with Jonathan Pavelbon. Pavelbon, a, a great reliever, um, but not quite to the level of um, the guys we're going to talk about here, the guys we have talked about already. Still had a really nice career, ended up with 368 saves, a career 244 ERA. Of course, he actually was a Philly. That's what I was thinking about before when I said that. I was thinking I was going to Pavelbon. Um, then I had K-Rod there. Um, but Pavelbon, you know, worth mentioning, but not going to make the list. One more guy worth mentioning, then we'll put two people on because they're just making it. But Craig Kimbrell has been really good for a really long time. Um, started to kind of fade off the last few years. Um, but but Kimbrell has been a pretty dominant reliever for a while now. He has 346 career saves and still chucking a 208 career ERA. That's impressive. Seven-time All-Star World Series champ, Rookie of the Year. Um, it's had a nice career. Craig Kimbrell has had a nice career. All right, let's fill up two of the spots just because it's going to happen. It is what it is. I mean, we already know Mariano Rivera is on our Mount Rushmore for Leavers. In fact, I think it'd be fair to just do him. Yeah, we don't even need anyone else on the Mount Rushmore. If we just do a Mount Rushmore of just Mariano Rivera, that would probably work. You know, probably would. Of course, Mo, the greatest reliever of all time, 652 career saves just obliterating that record a 221 career career era one career whip 13 time all-star five-time world series champ world series mvp alcs mvp blah 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 blah. saves leader this that career record 652 saves the first person to get a hundred percent of the votes to get into the baseball hall of fame mo and of course the postseason success it doesn't get any better He's the best who ever did it. It's just lock it in. Uh, again, I'd rather do a, you know, we could very easily just do a one-person Mount Rushmore and feel very good about it. So um, a no doubt about it, Hall of Famer, a no doubt about it, Mount Rushmore reliever. Shout out to Mo. Um, another guy who will make our list, uh, the second face on Mount Rushmore, another guy 
who's a Hall of Famer. The second most saves of all time was 601, a 287 career ERA, seven-time All-Star, Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman was such a good pitcher for such a long time, such a great closer, um, really dominant for a long, long period of time. Um, a Hall of Famer. I don't know how I feel about relievers in the Hall of Fame, but um, you know, obviously I thought Rivera should, and, and if I'm picking another one, Hoffman would be that next guy. I mean, Hoffman, truly a stellar, stellar career, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, or at least as, as close to deserving as I'll give a reliever who's not Mariano Rivera, and, and certainly is a lock to be on our Mount Rushmore, as um, we have two spots to fill, Mariano Rivera and, and Trevor Hoffman. Really quickly before I go on, it is a a fun list to look at the relief pitchers who have won a Cy Young before. The nine guys, Raleigh Fingers, we mentioned. Bruce Sutter won a Cy Young. Uh, Willie Hernandez of the Detroit Tigers won a Cy Young in 1984 that season. Obviously, the Tigers were amazing. Eckersley, we mentioned, a Cy Young winner. Eric Gagne won a Cy Young uh, and um, uh, could have been the MVP, too. Obviously, had an amazing season. Uh, maybe the most random Phillies award in the history of awards, Steve Bedrosian winning that 1987 Cy Young is still just shocking. He had 40 saves and 283 RA was great, but you know, obviously not an impact guy long term, but Bedrock was an MVP. Mark Davis, uh, the lefty for the Padres, if you remember, won uh, Cy Young. And then Sparky Lyle and Mike Marshall, the last two. Mike Marshall, more of a relief pitcher than a closer. He's someone I probably should have mentioned. Um, you know, kind of was a starter at first, too, but a great, great reliever, too. But would not have made our Mount Rushmore anyway. But that is a fun list. Again, the Bedrosian Award, it's really, to me, the most surprising um, Phillies you know, award in the history of the Phillies. As um, you know, Steve Bedrosian kind of came and went, but he's got that 1987 Cy Young on his mantle forever and ever. All right, we have two more spots to fill. Uh, Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman are locked in. And let's be honest, Raleigh Fingers is locked in too. So that leaves us with one spot to go. It's Raleigh Fingers... Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman. Now, the last spot for me comes down to a few guys. It's Hoyt Wellham, it's Goose Gossage, it's Dennis Eckersley. One of those three. It's one of those three. And to be honest, as much as I love Goose Gossage, who's in the Hall of Fame, I think it's probably Eckersley or Wilhelm. And I almost feel bad that, that I can't put both of these guys on. It's really close between them. Um, Wilhelm, again, like I said, really the first great multi-inning weapon out of the bullpen, or at least the, the most lasting one that we still talk about. But, and again, I know part of what he did was as a starter in Eckersley, but Eckersley was so dominant as a closer. Again, he won the Cy Young as a closer, one of those you know impressive things like we just talked about. Dennis Eckersley had an amazing year. Dennis Eckersley was a shutdown closer on a World Series team. Uh, Hoyt Wilhelm probably deserves to be on this list. He does, but mm, I'm going Dennis Eckersley. Final answer, our Mount Rushmore of relief pitchers. Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, Raleigh Fingers, and Dennis Eckersley. And apologies to Hoyt Wilhelm and apologies to Goose Gossage because you guys were super close. But I got to call it like I see it. All right, tomorrow we will do our Mount Rushmore of managers. That's going to be a fun one. And then... Uh, we'll have a Mount Rushmore of all of baseball coming up. Maybe a few more we can fit in there as well. As we're just trying again, you know, we keep hearing all these plans. We keep hearing hope for baseball to return, and it's all we want. It's all we need. But at the same time, we also, um, you know, keep chugging along and keep hopefully trying to find ways to entertain ourselves, to distract ourselves from all that's going on. And, you know, you hope that um, 
that this is fun and this is kind of the fun exercise to make us think about the sport we love so much and why we love it and what it means to love it and all that and going through in, in each position and looking at the greats at those positions has been a fun exercise for me uh, at least to kind of go through and now that we're done all the main positions in the sport um, it's been really fun to look back and, and see who I forgot and see where I would have come in without these guys and all that type of stuff so um, it's been a good time and I'm, I appreciate anyone who's come along the ride for me and we'll continue it again tomorrow as we'll do some managers and we'll have a little more fun with Mount Rushmore's, and then we'll figure other things to talk about until we finally get baseball back. So until then, thank you for taking the time today. Really appreciate it for listening uh, to the Mount Rushmore of Closers. We'll continue the Mount Rushmore series tomorrow and the rest of the week. And uh, again, until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.